1: Fabulous brands. Feel good prices at Marshalls. Hey guys, this is Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter.
0: The ML Sports Platter back with you. All over the major platforms like Spotify, Google, Apple, Stitcher, Deezer. You know the deal. Download, subscribe, leave feedback, and a five star review. I'm on Twitter at Mike L Sports and ML Sports Platter on Instagram and Facebook as well. We are brought to you by Stanley Law Offices, Bryant and Stratton College, the Vince Aguera Consulting Group, and our good friends at Ken's Auto Detailing. If you're in and around Route 11 in North Syracuse, Cicero area, you got to stop by Ken's Auto Detailing. They're right there in Cicero. And my goodness, man, you get that inside-outside wash, the wax, the chrome, you name it. And every single time you drive away from Ken's parking lot, you literally feel like you have a brand new car. Ken's Auto Detailing on Facebook. Go see them. They can do the X's and O's, the A's to Z's, you name it. They get it done. The best car wash, the best detail you'll ever have. It's the best one I've ever had. Ken's Auto Detailing is the official detail shop of the ML Sports Platter. Super pumped up to bring onto the program a guy who covers the St. Bonaventure men's basketball team. You can get him on Twitter, at J.P. Butler, the number 10. The beat man for the Bonnies. only in Times Herald, only in TimesHerald.com. J.P. Butler. J.P., buddy, how are you, man? How's your summer?
1: Mike, as always, thanks for having me. Honestly, it's become one of my favorite pastimes, and anytime I get the opportunity to... Uh, be
0: here uh,
1: with you. I certainly enjoy it.
0: Well, that means a lot. Obviously, you know, I respect your work as well. So uh, terrific to have you back. Before we get into some Bonnie stuff, off season, upcoming season, expectations, and man, are there expectations this coming year. Um, what is your feeling on how name, image, and likeness will affect St. Bonaventure men's basketball and the Atlantic 10? You know, it's a good question. And that's something, you know, I think we're kind of starting to dive into.
1: You know, right now, right, in terms of news and you know, from a story standpoint, that's the kind of thing you want to see now. When it, when it you know, for me it's like when a big sort of national thing happens like this, and obviously in the last few years there have been quite a number, you know, of those things as college basketball really starts to change, yep. you know, in terms of the landscape and transfers and now this whole name image likeness thing you, you, you know, my first thought is, okay, how might this affect, uh, or not, you know, or apply to, you know, what's going down, uh, down here with the local, you know, division one school, not even just the the men's basketball team, but just having a division one program, you know, in your backyard. So, um, you know my 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 thought is that you know now i'm 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 curious to see you know sort of what exactly those rules are, what can happen, what can't happen um, you know and and now right out of the gate here, will we see something? you know, I was joking with a coworker uh, before the holiday and I said, I wouldn't be surprised if we came back from the Fourth of July holiday and you know sometime this week or next week, we see some kind of announcement that. Like a Kyle Lofton, you know, sort of the face of the the team now, captain, a rising senior.
0: Uh, right, signing yeah. at Applebee's from one to two. So,
1: exactly, exactly. Or,
0: <laughs> four or, or Mile Brewing. You'll be here from That's two four to four. Mile, yeah,
1: yeah. Signing yeah. or an advertisement. He's sure. going to be in a Schultz. Sports you know, locker, or something commercial. Yep. He's going to be in a sports locker yep. commercial. I would think that you know, and, and again, for for a place like Bonnet, it's probably going to be smaller
0: sure. in scale, right? It's not going to be what this first team all American in Kentucky
1: will have at his disposal, but I still think that we'll see something, you know, to to that affects those, those local commercials. Um, some of the some of the key stomping grounds that you just mentioned right there. I I think we'll probably see some of that in place before the season
0: even starts. There's no doubt. And by the way, I actually, I actually have a feeling and I could be wrong, but as this thing moves on two years, three years, five years, 10 years down the line, I actually think it's going to benefit schools, players, non-power five, more than power five. And I say that because if you're Bonaventure in the A-10 and you are recruiting a, a guy, let's say he's a three or four star recruit out of Pennsylvania. and they've got looks at Penn State. They have a look at maybe Temple. Uh, they have a couple you know low end hanging fruit type of uh, thing, you know, maybe at the ACC level, maybe there's a couple of Mac schools, a UB, uh, whatever the case may be. Uh, maybe there's a there's a, a big 12 like an Oak State in there somewhere. And let's say, that they aren't going to be able to play at those other places for at least two years. I mean, play, play, not be a reserve three, five minutes. I'm talking about starting, getting 15, 20 minutes into 30 minutes into 38 by a senior. You know, that growth type of a thing. They can't get into that world until they're at least third year, maybe even fourth year. And when they go there, because of that, they can't become a household name in town. Well, guess what? Look over to St. Bonaventure University. You might be able to get there, start right away. And 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 get those deals immediately and cash in a hundred hundred fifty grand over four years, and you've got room and board, and you've got tuition, and you're playing D one basketball at a pretty darn high level in the A ten. JP, I'm telling you, that's a hell of a selling point if you can tell somebody that, and they're the starting uh, point guard of the team, and they're and they're a freaking superstar making money. That that's I don't know that sounds pretty good to me, even if you live in Olean.
1: Yeah, it does, and it'll be interesting to see over the course of time. To me, it's. How how is sort of the the balance going to go between uh, what's important now before all of this name image likeness stuff happened and and at a place like Bana that was playing time that was being you know playing in a competitive conference. Um, having an opportunity to be a star, having an opportunity to be a big fish in a little pond kind of thing. And we know, and I've seen it, you know, covering these guys how important it is to a Kyle Lofton to be able to come in, have the opportunity that he did, have 24-7 access to a gym, be able to just go and shoot and work out and play all the time, anytime he wants. He doesn't care about a lot of those other things, you know, so-called distractions that may come from this. So to me, it'll be interesting to see what becomes more important now with like a Lofton who's so focused on being a great player and who has goals professionally. Is he now I have to think everybody is sort of at least intrigued or, or wants to, sort of see what might be out there in terms of making some money i mean who that that's just you know human nature
0: yeah.
1: but how important is that part of it to him versus staying the course in terms of the the, the player side of it and so that'll be interesting what you know what's the bigger selling but what's more important to these kids coming in the fact that you've got this opportunity you know over after a couple of years if we see you know hey you know these these guys have averaged Sort of making this amount of money by doing these local commercials and appearances and autograph sessions and things like that, versus this is how much they played and what they've actually done on the court and what they've accomplished as a team. Because that's you know sort of the sort of the crazy uh, undertone to this whole thing is it's happening; these crazy changes are happening at the same time that Bonnet is trying to prepare for one of its, you know, maybe more important, memorable seasons of all time. You know, so where's the balance between those two things? That'll be interesting to see how it plays out and how that affects what type of recruits
0: and kids you get. This is the most, you know, anticipated season of Hoops in, I mean, since when? Our our lifetime. I mean, yeah, it's probably
1: are lifetime. Probably. I mean, because even. When you even, think about it, when you think that the fact that they're already coming off an NCAA correct of what they bring back.
0: What they bring back, yeah, absolutely. And I think the next closest for for me, for our lifetime probably would be that 2000 2001 year when they were coming off of almost beating Kentucky. They lost the seniors and all that, but they had Kevin Houston transferring in. They still had Bremer. They had Prado. They still had Pete Van Passen, was a senior. And that was that was that was a year going in, but nothing like top fifteen or whatever. It was still, man, they're coming in. Hopefully, we can make the tournament. I mean, Bono alums. I don't know if you've been reading what they're thinking, but it's man Loft and Welch, Joe Shun, the transfer portal, Holmes. Everybody, everybody's back. I mean, this is we could be a Sweet Sixteen team, and then everybody coming out. Sports Illustrated, the Athletic, ESPN. It's top fifteen. It's top eighteen. It's top twenty. So I ask you this question. Can they handle the expectations?
1: I, I mean, that that that's the question, right? Going into the season, you know, applied more to any Bonnet team, like I said in our lifetime, because there were expectations going into you know those early two thousands years, and and you know there there were huge expectations going into that Jalen Adams and Matt Mobley senior seat. I mean, before this year, that was probably the most yeah. Uh, the highest expectations just from the very, very start, even going into this year, obviously there was the uncertainty with COVID, but just still how uh, they, they still had, that team had a lot to prove, you know, going into this year. Now it's as, it's as large as it's ever been. And when you start throwing the words sweet 16 and preseason top 25 and those types, I mean, those are I'm like, you, you, you know, it, and this is sort of the, 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 the key to the whole thing for me those are words that don't get thrown around, around here. Yeah. it it really, again, in our, in our lifetime, they haven't been since the, uh, you know, initial sort of golden era of that sixties and into the seventies. Um,
0: so, uh, yeah, that's, that's the, 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 the question. Can they, can they live up to the fact that, um,
1: you know, now, more than ever before, they're breaking down, you know, sort of the door for what we even thought would be possible with this type of program at this small school in this sort of landscape and time with college basketball, where obviously things are so much different from where they were 50 years ago in terms of recruiting and what's important and television and now all of this other stuff happening. Um, I mean, the, 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 this, the, that's where they're at now, where they've already accomplished so much, right, under Schmidt, winning eight ten 10 championships, making the NCAA tournament, to the point where you think, okay, there's got to be a ceiling there, and now their next sort of accomplishment here is breaking down what that ceiling, you know, what we thought even possible in the in the first place, the fact that we're talking about this being a team that's probably going to be in the top 25 to 20, maybe even to start the season. The fact that they're a runaway, you know, league favorite going into the year and the fact that uh, if they don't like at least win a game in, in the field of 64 or more, that it could possibly be considered a disappointing season. That's a lot. That's a lot for one team. That does have to be the goal, though. That's the, that's the one box yeah. that this group of guys needs to check is actually winning a game in the tournament proper. You know, they got an NCAA win three years ago in the play-in. Can they, can they get one in the round of 64, get to 32, and then from there, uh, you know, anything can happen? Um, that's, that's a lot. Uh, you know they embrace it. Now the question will be can they – can they actually meet those standard, Those lofty standards?
0: You know what, though? As a fan, as an alum, bring it. I want it. I want this. I want people to be like, damn, Bonaventure huh? on the mat. Now they may go to the tournament losing the first round again. Hell, they could go in and not handle the expectations, have a really bad year, have a couple of bad freak injuries, and the whole year goes right down That you-know-what. But going in, get bring it. I want this. I want to be. I want to be talked about as a top A-10 team. I want to be. I want the expectations, man.
1: Yeah, you know, and it, it is a different feeling because as Bonn you're used to being the underdog. Even again, going into like an eleven, twelve with Andrew Nicholson or eighteen, you know, there it, it was. It was tempered a little bit from the standpoint that, yeah, you know, they, they, there's the. Ex- there's the possibility of making the NCAA tournament, but not to the level of no. It, it like it would be a crazy disappointment, you know, if things didn't go a certain way. That's where they really are, mm-hmm. kind of this year again. Just given the fact that they've already made it, they've got everybody back. They have maybe the a 10 preseason player of the year back in Lofton. Um, the, 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 the things are sort of coming together in a way. Uh, you, you factor in what. The, the, the this revamped bench you know oh. might be able to bring to the table um, put all those things together it really has created a sort of an unprecedented you know situation but it is but if that also you know born from that is is uh, a, a different kind of excitement you know than we've ever had before even in some of those other years um, and it is it, it, it is fun it's amazing to see that this type of thing could be possible again at a small, you know, school like Bana and a small community like Olean where uh, your team is being viewed as, you know, preseason number 16 in the country by, by ESPN.
0: It's
1: incredible. Uh, so it, 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 it is, it's a lot, but it's going to be, you know, and, and again, no matter how it plays out. And even this team, you know, does have some things they need to prove. Maybe we could get into that here in a second, Um, Obviously, they didn't really have much of a non-conference last year, so they didn't have those opportunities against those power conference programs and and big out-of-conference games the way they're going to have this season, that that non-conference is shaping up nicely. Uh, You know, that that Ironman sort of group last year was kind of given those breaks because of COVID pauses and things like that. They won't necessarily – it's going to be more of a gauntlet. You know, this year we'll see how they handle that, and you know, and again, it was sort of circumstantially in that LSU game. You know, they lose Dom Welch, um, it, but again, they uh, it ended up not being all that competitive for a team that came in as you know the right. A10 champion. So they're going to need to you know prove that uh, you know they can they truly can play with and beat those teams and roll through the A-10 the same way they did last year under entirely different circumstances. Now you're going in to places like uh, VCU and Dayton with packed houses where it's going to be more difficult to win. So there are those things in place, but man is it going to be exciting to see what they can do with it.
0: I mean, I just, I'm thinking to, to this point, to a J.P. Butler, our guest here on, on the ML sports platter, uh Bonnie's men's basketball beatman for the Only Times Harold. Get him on Twitter. Uh, just the RC jamming again. But but the RC the RC is jamming in its highest when they're good. Like it's it's one thing to say, oh, Lambeau Field, Cameron Indoor, you know, all these different places. Oh my goodness, you don't want to go and play there. Oh, it's so de-. But the team has to be good. Because if the team isn't good, people aren't going to the games. They're not packing the place corner to corner. Those reds are going to be full. The students are going to be losing their minds. People are going to be hungry in general to to just go do things this sports season. And, oh, by the way, they're probably going to go out to dinner and they're probably going to drink a few extras, right? So all those things are going to happen. JP, that place is going to be a freaking zoo oh, this year.
1: I, I mean, and you you know how oh, it
0: can be just sort of mates.
1: naturally. But, but, again, talk about – you know, unprecedented. Here you have a situation where they're coming off an entire year off. They didn't get to see these guys play in person at all last year. And sometimes I forget about how weird that must have been for everybody because I was still able to actually go to most games. Now, there are some road games I didn't go to just because of the nature of things. Um, but I was at all the home games and I was at uh, the, the, those games at the end of the year going from Richmond to Dayton for the A-10 championship game, to Bloomington for the NCAA tournament. So I still saw the team play in person, and a lot of it was what I would, you know, kind of see and experience anyway. Mm -hmm. But I can't imagine how weird it would have been to see this team go have this kind of season, not see them in person.
0: Yeah, kind of like the Bills, really, you know?
1: With a year off, how much you're chomping at the bit after a year off, but now coming in to one celebrate what they accomplished last year and so you know uh if it's that for if it's that home opener where they raise that banner and give out the championship rings or whatever they're going to do that that place is going to be going absolutely wild for for that itself and then the actual expectations of the season of this season on top of it i mean i can't imagine if, if ever there was a year and maybe it can't happen anymore because it's not the sixties where you just turn, you know, a blind eye to such things. But if there were a year where they could like, you know, actually like break that attendance record no. or jam people into the aisles and break every fire code
0: Absolutely. in the book
1: and those kinds of things, this this would certainly be it. I mean, there's just no
0: question about that. Let's break this down then. This roster. I mean, what like if they were to make their deep, like the deepest they can go. And I don't know what that is because we still have a whole season yet. Preseason, there's there's injuries take place. You got non conference, in conference right. matchups, March mat, all the stuff that goes on. The, the long haul of getting there, and then and then getting in the bracket, which you know is, might very well be the hardest thing to win in sport. I mean, winning games in the NCAA tournament. Is extremely difficult and and a lot of it's matchup driven. Are they going to get hosed somewhere? Probably because it's Um, Bana. But what, like, what what element needs to take place? Do you think JP Butler for this team to go the furthest it can go? And I don't know where that is. I don't know if it's the tournament. I don't know if it's winning one, winning two. I mean, look, if they win three or four, I'm just you won't be able to find me. But like, (laughs) you know, yeah, right. But like, how far? Okay, the Bonneys can go as far as they can if right. Like finish that sentence.
1: Well, uh, I, I think they just they can go further this year if they just
0: are able to get a little more from their bench. Okay, I mean, I so it's a depth. Us, it's a depth thing. I, I, so at
1: this point, I think you know these starters have been here together uh, for some of them all four years now. Uh, Holmes three years, and then this will be Attaway second year. We more or less know what those guys are kind of bringing to the table. We know uh, what their strengths are now, you know, their weaknesses. Can they get a little better there? Mm-hmm. Sure, absolutely. Like an you know, O'Shun has to finally, I think, be able to take at least one more little step up offensively. And, you know, just as a whole, maybe you got to be a little more. Uh, a, a little better three-point shooting team. Now, that is something they did get better at as the year went on last year. Now you got you got to pick up where you, you sort of left off there. But you more or less know kind of what you're going to get from these guys. They're a great defensive team. They may have some off nights uh, uh, offensively. There are still some inconsistencies there offensively. But now it's can you get that little extra push off the bench that they didn't
0: necessarily get last year. I mean, those five starters had to do everything. Oh, yeah and we
1: we've, we've seen how the recruiting has gone. I mean, these these are the types of things over the summer here that I mean, not only is there just this uh, huge expectation for the season, but the summer has been this off season has has been so enjoyable too from a recruiting standpoint, probably one of the more notable overall recruiting classes they've had when you talk about bringing in a pair of BCC transfers at JUCO All-America, uh, and then even down to things like, uh, you know, getting a team in that TBT field. I mean, that's going to be an exciting July, middle of the off-season thing to do for Bonafans. But anyway, so, you know, I, I, it's still not going to be a thing where, okay, now all of a sudden Schmidt's going to play 10 guys. He's, he's just not going to do that. That's not... What they do, it just never really shakes out that way. There may be a uh, freshman or two who just aren't ready. There may be a kid who up and leaves. You never know. We've seen that, you know, the last couple of years where now all of a sudden, you know, you are going to play that, you know, probably no more than eight to eight and a half guys. Yeah. Uh, but whoever those three coming off the bench. And to me, like this Linton Browns, Juke Call america one of the best shooters at the Juco ranks coming in, he certainly seems like somebody who should be able to come in and contribute right away. Now if that's coming in off the bench and knocking a couple threes down a game. Boom. There's, you know, six, six more points than you were sort of getting off the bench. Um, they've got this Kula Bali, the big pit, six, eight big, you know, pit transfer. I think he's going to be really good. If he's him some. you know, yeah. I don't know how much of a scorer, He's gonna be, but they don't necessarily need that out of him.
0: They, yeah, big you know, body, gonna play gonna some, defense, swap some defense, slap around some guys, block and
1: yeah. shot. Sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, really sort of opening things up for Shun to maybe take that step offensively. Now, I don't know how accurate this comparison is, but I sort of look at it almost as like an Andrew Nicholson, DeQuan Cook element in 2012. Cook wasn't a all you know great skilled player, but he was a big chiseled, massive body who
0: could really sort of open things up for andrew to kind of do his thing doing the dirty work so to speak i think he could be that type of guy this cadre adams from wake forest
1: i like him a lot man and give them something already hearing good things yep. you know about him on campus uh, so three you know three-ish of these guys have to be able to do it this year and you know, so they're they were they were a really good team defensively last year. That's sort of what they wrote you know, all the way to to the NCAA tournament, and and they weren't great offensively. But let's say they averaged, you know, by the end, let's say they were averaging sixty six to sixty eight points a game. You know, basically with just those five guys, yeah. if they between eight of them, seven to eight of them, uh, and they can get that little extra punch and average. 72, 73 points a game and now you're a pretty good team offensively and still a great team defensively, that's where, you know, I I think you can actually live up to what's being talked about here.
0: All right. Final thing for you. I don't know a lot of information on this. I've poked around. I haven't gotten anywhere on it. Heard different things. Don't want to rush to conclusion. Don't want to blame people. Don't want to criticize people where I, I don't you know where I don't know what the hell I'm talking about because I just I don't know facts. I don't know what the hell happened. Can you can you shed any light on why Tim Kenny is not the AD at Bonas anymore?
1: Um, you know, um, not a, a a whole lot of truly uh, um, you know necessarily on the record confirmed sort of things.
0: Because uh, that's what it seems to be. It seems to be like this wild, like, kind of wonderment.
1: Well, we, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to uh, be sort of careful into how I approach this, but I think it's, you know, sort of more or less uh, uh, okay. It does, you know, Now, now, I was in touch, um, you know, my, my uh, co-worker mentor, you know, Chuck Pollitt, yep. who who taught down... You know, taught sports writing down at Bona for a number of years, and you know, develops kind of those maybe friendships in the uh, journalism department or teacher, professor friends down there. You know, we're in touch, and and we did, and again, most of it was sort of off the record. It's not stuff we necessarily went into in sort of news stories for the paper and things of that nature, but we we were kind of given just this sort of broad uh you, you know picture of just a lot of little things hmm. um they, they, you know professionally speaking in the office speaking wasn't you know I know there was a lot of speculation of you know did do something you know wrong outside of uh you know the job um those kinds of i don't i don't think it was really anything along those lines at all. Was it, was it something that he, you know, necessarily wanted to uh, he, he opted, you know, to want to leave because of things that maybe he wasn't happy with. I don't, I don't think it was either of those two things. I I think there were a lot of little things behind the scenes where there was an
0: element of not seeing eye to eye Hmm. um, decisions and uh, how things were going to go
1: personalities clashing, um, you know, words, you know, maybe here and there sort of um, being changed that that type of type of thing that all just sort of culminated in the fact that his contract was set to expire, you know, at that end of May period anyway, where they thought, you know what, maybe it would just be better to use this opportunity to kind of part ways which even even still now that is that was surprising to me from the standpoint that usually uh the better you are at your job and and the more you accomplish the more sort of leeway you have to maybe be sort of difficult right now if he wasn't getting stuff done and and kind of being like that then it's like okay yeah you know let's you know move, move on here but for somebody who seemingly uh and you know uh Obviously, on the surface, was accomplishing so much from a facilities standpoint, and obviously where the men's basketball program is now, being able to extend Schmidt twice.
0: Sure, money coming uh, in, endorsements, sponsorships, in. campus all, growth, all lacrosse. Yeah, uh, the field stuff, men's lacrosse uh,
1: sure. renovations to the Riley Center. I mean, you look there's a number of
0: things. There's no doubt about that. That's a black and white fact. Yeah.
1: So to me, the confusing, the the uh, surprising thing was. You know, you would think that somebody in that position would have a pretty long leash and leeway in terms of maybe being difficult in in, in those things, personalities and 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 decision on maybe getting along with everybody, whatever it is. Because you know what, if they're going to keep accomplishing what they are, we can deal with it. We can live with it, right? I I would have thought it would have continued in that direction but apparently it was enough and and, and then the extra element of they're already looking for a president right? now they want to invite the fact that they're going to be looking for a full-time president and a full-time athletic director at the same time that seems like something they wouldn't really want to have to mess with right now so it was surprising but apparently it was enough you know just the behind the scenes all the little things sort of added up to where it was enough for them I guess that they said, you know what, it's just going to be better to move on.
0: Interesting. J.P. <laughs> Butler, Olian Times Herald beat writer for the Bonnies men's basketball team, com and on Twitter, at yep. J.P., the number 10. J.P., thanks so much. I can't wait hey. to see you, bud.
1: Mike, uh, I love it, man. All, I just have the best time. Talking to you, our conversations are always so great. And, uh, yeah, if there's seriously an opportunity now that things are finally a little better and open and you can go places and sit down if there's a time that we can i can get out there to uh, do a lunch or something like that i'd love love to do it the
0: ml sports platter is brought to you by bryant and stratton college it's a great time to be a bobcat right now a bunch of new academic programs including their brand new nursing program academics excellence and athletics at Bryant & Stratton College. Visit them online, bryantandstratton.edu. And if you're in and around central New York, they have two great locations campus-wise on James Street in the city and in Liverpool. We're also brought to you by the Allen Angus Pubs, CNY Electrical, Prestwick Golf, and the Vince Aguera Consulting Group. Log on today to vcgtransforms.com. That's vcgtransforms.com. Become a better leader both personally and professionally with the Vince Aguera Consulting Group. Log on to vcgtransforms.com and find them on all the social media platforms as well. I'm Mike Lindsley. This is the ML Sports Platter. Hit me on Twitter, at Sports. Big time thanks to J.P. Butler once again. And as I always tell you, enjoy the games.
1: Lowe's Provember event is back In celebration of pros We're offering special values on top tools To get any job done right Head into Lowe's and check out the largest selection Of DeWalt power tools and accessories Right now you can get a guaranteed Tough DeWalt 20 Volt Max Bear Tool Free when you buy a DeWalt 20 Volt Max Drill or Impact Driver Kit Shop in-store or order online Lowe's, the new home for pros Valid through 1-5 while supplies last Selection varies by location, U.S. only